Mr. Lover, let me just start by firstly establishing uh, who does your organization represent? <clears throat> organization is constituted by all the university services in the country. Generally, the university it means that our union it means that it represents all students of the country. And uh, you say that you represent all students in the country. So as we're having this conversation, are we to understand that uh, then that you have the mandate of all students at higher, uh, institu- uh, higher learning institutions in the country? Yes, yes. Over the weekend, from uh, Thursday until Sunday, we had uh, our national executive committee that uh, was uh, 20 SRC president with, uh, were present. Uh, so yes, I can speak in confidence that as I speak, I speak with the mandate of all of the SRCs in the country, and those that were not there, they were able to send emails telling us that no, they are they could not make it due to some reasons. But they fully support all the decisions that will come up with in that meeting. Now, Mr. Ndlovu, you say that you are prepared to go on a year-long holiday should you not get free education as of next year. Please elaborate on that. So again, we are a generation that. Uh, is complete in achieving this free education. Free education has been postponed for quite some time now. And the president uh, established a team that was supposed to look at the feasibility of uh, 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 introducing a, a, a free higher education in, the, in South Africa. And we have submitted our commission to that team set by Prof. And we are still going back again on the 10th. So people must not think that this union is a union that does not think. We are participating in the process of trying to reach an establishment and we are confident that indeed the free education is possible in South Africa. So if a feasibility study is being conducted, what if it comes back and it uh, establishes that perhaps it is not possible as of next year, perhaps it's something that should be phased in over time? What would be your response to that? Uh, our response uh, will definitely go to the streets. So you are saying that this is not negotiable as of next year, uh, higher education must be free? Yes, yes. As from next year, we're saying higher education must be free. And we need it now. It's been 20, we've been plus or minus two years in a democratic dispensation. And we feel that this government is able to have uh, money to fund this for education if they were able to meet FIFA deadlines so much. It's a very competent government, by the way. So, so, so when you say that, you know, government has the money, have you looked into avenues where government could perhaps source this funding from? Yes, yes. We're, saying, we're also saying that uh, the private sector must be able to uh, contribute immensely also. Uh, we are going to lead many progressive uh, we are going to march to the Chamber of Mines. We are going to march to Jesse because that's where monopoly capital is. That's where our money is. And those are the people who are benefiting from the mineral resources of the country. And we are saying those people must also contribute in funding for education. So what I am saying that the education must be able to, the, the, the government must be able to introduce the progressive taxation that will be able to fund free education. What progressive taxation? Talk to us about that. What are you thinking? Uh, tax the rich and fund free education. Uh, 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 in the same tax, they must introduce at least one percent. Must be able to come and fund free education. There are many people who have money such that uh, 
they have audacity to even uh, eat sushi on top of naked women. Those expensive whiskeys that they drink must be taxed. They must be taxed such that that money must be able to fund for education. And uh, what would you say to people who say that yours is just tough talk and scaremongering uh, because uh, right now, as things stand, uh, you know, one cannot see uh, all South African students at higher uh, institutions of higher learning just taking to uh, the streets and, and not going to class for a whole year. We are, we are saying that uh, if people, if those prophets of doom, that think that this generation is not really organized, and prepared to go to a strike. And uh, we are going to prove them very wrong. We are highly organized and we are ready for this uh, mass action. And we are going to take it to the street. And we are going to take it to the street with all progressive formations in the country. But will you respect the rights of those who do not agree with you, those students who still want to go to class? You know that uh, 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 there will be those, as you are saying that, they won't be any violence. So those who want to go to class will fail to go to class because ours will be a peaceful protest that will shut down the gates of institutions of higher learning. So you're saying that uh, this is not negotiable, and of course, uh, I believe in the next two weeks or so, uh, there will be a meeting to uh, thrash out these matters further because then that um, uh, a commission would have completed that feasibility study. So uh, are you going to also wait for that before you take any further decisions, or is your mind made up at this stage? Akinda, this uh, commission is working at a very snail pace. And we met them last month at the union, and we submitted our presentation, and they are okay. They are saying when the first ones to come and present, out of all people who have made submission. I think you will understand that if they are saying Saoud is the first union to present on the 10th of August, then when are they going to finish? They want to finish very late. This, uh, there is an intention by this uh, commission to delay, because when we met them, they said they, they are going to request the president to, 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 uh, to give them an extension so that they can report next year in uh, in May. Therefore, we have said that if you think they want to report next year in May, then there must not be any discussion of increment in institutions of filing. So the, this commission is working at a very small pace. Well, thank you so much, Tembi Sondlovo, who is the General uh, Secretary General of the South African Union of Students. And we join on the line now by the Deputy Director General on uh, Universities at the Department of Higher Education, Dr. Diane Parker. A pleasure speaking to you, Dr. Parker. Good morning and good morning to your listeners. Now, Dr. Parker, what do you make of the threats by students to bring higher education to a standstill should their demand for free higher education not be met? Look, I think it's quite a difficult situation, and we have to acknowledge their um, their viewpoint. Um, they're coming uh, with a demand to say that university education must be free and it must be immediate. What they're not saying is that, um, you know, we need to look at this holistically. We've got a post-school education and training system that's much larger than just university education. It includes community education and training and um, technical vocational education and training and university education. The costs for this entire post-school education and training system are very, very high. And um, the idea that university students should be so privileged to get 
higher education completely free is something that's going to have to be looked at from all sides. Um, currently, we have a cost-sharing model in higher education. And the reason we have a cost-sharing model is because higher education is both a public and a private good. Somebody who gets gains the, um, the goods of higher education has lifetime um, economic um, advantages uh, compared to other people. And currently within our system and within our country at large, we have large numbers of students who outside of higher education, who also require support. Um, last year, when there was an agreement on a one-year fee freeze, in other words, keeping the fees at 2015 levels, um, it was understood that that would uh, be a one-year process while we dealt with other issues. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the Presidential Commission um, has started fairly late. That is true. We were hoping that it would um, come by, by October, November, have completed its work. But it's clear that's not going to happen now. It's only going to give a report next year, probably in April or May. It's not clear to us. That's what we've heard. Um, which means that, you know, until then, they will then come with whatever recommendations. There's still be going to be a lot of work that will have to be done because funds would have to be found and they would have to be found for the entire system. So I think from that perspective, um, uh, we hope that students, when we actually start talking and negotiating um, and and really um, thinking through this, will recognize that making demands that are unachievable may not be in the best interests of higher education or in the best interests of the country. And uh, that's the nub of the matter, isn't it? Because they do feel that it is uh, a viable option. They feel that it is not an unreasonable demand. And uh, you are saying it is. Uh, Shouldn't there perhaps be greater ongoing engagement with students so that it it, it doesn't seem to be a knee-jerk response every time when there's a threat of them taking to the streets or actually going to the streets? No, there, there is ongoing engagement with students. I mean, this weekend uh, we had a, South had their meetings. There were discussions with South. We we had South. We had we had um, you know discussed many of these issues. I think that that there are different voices within the student movements as well. But what's clear is that students don't wish to have um, uh, uh, any kind of increases again into the future and are demanding. Um, you know, that there should be free higher education. So one understands that um, sentiment and where it comes from. Mm. The issue is how how is that going to be possible? Is it going to be possible? We have a higher education sector that should, needs to be sustainable. It's very important that we, that we sustain the higher education sector. And where does that funding come from? If we're going to, if we're going to demand all funding to go to higher education, to university students, what does it mean for the country as a whole? And I think that's where we have to, we have to as, a, as a nation, discuss this. I mean, I heard um, the idea that private sector must come into this, but if you're demanding uh, free education, you're actually demanding government to come up with it, which means that the private sector isn't going to come to the party. In fact, the funding that the private sector comes, comes with at the moment will disappear. And these kinds of issues need to be thought through and and understood. Um, you know, at a at a higher political level, 
decisions will be made and will have to be made, and I presume the, the, the um, uh, presidential commission will have gone through a very thorough um, uh, you know, exercise in thinking through what the possibilities are and how we deal with mm. it. And Private sector taxation. Private tax, uh, sector taxation, that was a recommendation by the students of one way in which to perhaps address this matter. So in those ongoing discussions, what sort of recommendations have you come up with in order to perhaps try and deal with this situation? Well, we've also done a submission to the, to the Presidential Commission. And, you know, as, as government, um, we, well, as a Department of Higher Education and Training, we haven't tried to say this is the solution or that is the solution. What we've tried to do is give the contextual information and provide full understanding of the whole system and what would have to be funded should any kind of decision be made. So if, for example, one wants to look, uh, they look at something like taxation, they'd often have, they'd have to look at what kind of taxation would be required in order to deal with it. But what is it that we're talking about? Are we talking just about the tuition part of higher education or are we talking about the full cost of study? Because many students are demanding free full cost of study. Mm-hmm. Now that, you know, even, even if you think about the increases um, that one might have, you can't get away from the fact that food is increasing, that rates are increasing, that petrol, cost of petrol is increasing, the cost of books are increasing, etc. So those costs, that funding has to be found from somewhere. Um, you know, the idea that it's free for students doesn't mean that the funding doesn't have to be found somewhere. So where would it be found? Would it be sensible to have a tax? I don't know. That work would need to be done in terms of what the consequences of it are. I do know that um, there have been a number of studies which have shown what the quantum of funding um, required would be, and you need that upfront funding available as well. Because remember, taxation will be something that comes afterwards. So all of these things will have to be looked at in detail to come up with um, solutions to the, to the issue. Thank um, you. We, we do hope that students will recognize that there is, you know, they are saying they're impatient, that things haven't happened, that funding hasn't come to higher education. Of course, you know, substantial funding has been given to support poor students in higher education.